Welcome to the Greybeard Chronicles podcast. Your hosts, Brian Halstead and Kevin Harkins, are two gray-bearded patriots who love God, their family and friends, and their country. The Greybeards are here to inspire, inform, and educate you on a myriad of topics they are passionate about. Brian and Kevin have a strong desire to share this with you to help you live your best life. Sit back and enjoy this amazing podcast as the Greybeards pass along the wisdom of the ages. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 40, the big four zero of the Greybeard Chronicles. How are you, sir? I'm doing excellent, Brian. That just reminds me. Do you remember when you turned 40? I do. I do. You know, and I I got, I was thinking about the number 40 and I got out of my normal rhythm of saying, I'm Brian Halstead and I'm here with Kevin Harkins. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I think folks that listen to the podcast know who we are to begin with, right? Unless you're a first-time yeah. listener, and, and if you are, then now you know. Uh, Welcome, yeah. Yeah, f- 40. Um, I do remember um, my 40th birthday. It was, uh, it was quite... Did you, did you have a gray beard back then? Uh, I had, a, um, I had the, the beginnings of a gray beard. It was a, uh, a goatee. And, uh, you had some salt in your pepper. <laughs> I, I did. It was, uh, it was starting to transition from, uh, my, uh, my original color to, uh, a, a graying color. And, you know, it's just continuing to do that. It's almost complete. The yep. metamorphosis is almost complete. <laughs> yeah. I'm yes. working, I'm working way. I'm working towards yours, man. Yours, yours, what? huh? Yours no. has, yours has gone completely. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's gray or white. Can we is is grite a, a color? Wait, there there's got to be something in there, isn't there? One, isn't there? I'm looking, I'm looking. Hey, so so y'all know that are listening. I know we uh, we talked about last week that we uh, we're here in Virginia and we're having to do the uh, stay at home order based on our governor and uh, obviously the the good sense to to do that based on the things that are going on with the coronavirus and so. Kevin is at uh, at his home and I'm at mine, and uh, we we complained last week about not being able to see each other because prior to that we had we recorded all of these face to face and you know it's cool to to see the other person's uh, you know facial expressions body language etc while we're talking and we didn't have the benefit of doing that so what we did this week is uh, we we are on Zoom so that we can see one another. And, uh, and, and it allows us to have the benefit of that type of interaction. And, and so, you know, I, I was, uh, looking at Kevin's beard and that's what, that's what caused me to go down that path. So, yeah, Got it. like I said, I don't know if great, uh, is a color, but, uh, dude, you're rocking it. It is now. It is now. <laughs> uh, I was, I was wondering how this was all going to work out. Just, um, this meaning looking at each other over, you know, Skype, not Skype, but in this case, Zoom, but video teleconferencing. And it's, yeah, I like it much better. So this, this is the future as far as I'm concerned. We got to be doing this as long as this, you know, stay at home order is in effect. Right. So that we can. Yeah. Once that's um, lifted, we can resume normal activity and, and uh, go somewhere that's suitable for smoking cigars, et cetera. Yes, on the outside patio recording studio at, at the brewery. We got to do that, you know, every so often. Yeah. Perfect timing with the drinking of the Speaking beer. Speaking of that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, I'm having a double IPA right now. Six bears and a goat. And it's both delicious 
and nutritious. Yeah, and that is a great beer. I had I had one of those um, Crowler. I think it's yeah, it's a Crowler, right? And that what you guys yeah, call it? Right. Yeah, we uh, right. Julie and I ordered uh, lunch uh, the other day. I think it was lunch. Might have been dinner, but um, yeah, had uh, had the double. Oh, it, our pleasure. Um, it, it's, uh, it's actually awesome. I, <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, I wonder if they're going to continue this after this is all over and done with, um, you know, I, I don't we know. Actually yeah, we actually are. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And speaking of that, it. I saw, and I think you should, because, uh, you know, honestly, um, you know, Julie and I love the food, love the, the beer. And, uh, you know, we certainly want to support you guys in any way that we we can and you know it's uh it's convenient to um not have to leave the house sometimes sometimes right? it is now yeah, now exactly it's gotten right. to the point where it's inconvenient to not be able to leave the house but um, we'll get back to uh to our normal lives at some point here in the future and yeah that would be really cool to uh to continue yeah. that i did see yeah. today i don't know if you saw this you probably did where um virginia abc made some additional modifications in their um, distribution requirements or allowances, I, w- I should say. And they have, no, uh, I did not see that. yeah, they've, they've opened it up to allow the 45, I think it's 45 distilleries in, in the Commonwealth to sell directly to a consumer, um, and ship it via, um, an established carrier like FedEx or UPS or somebody like that, that would, you know, require a signature and verify age 21 or, or more, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to, going to allow, and they've got quantity maximums, like, a, you know, a, a number of bottles per month and, and so on. And the bottles can't be any bigger than, uh, 1.75 liters. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it, so they're, they're allowing that now. thought that was pretty cool. Do you know if it's going to be, uh, I know this is way off topic, but it's interesting. Uh, very interesting actually based on, um, you know, what I'm involved with, but right. is that going to be a, a permanent solution? Do you think, or are they, or is that something that they will rescind? Because that all of these things, all of these loosening of these regulations, they're going to be tough to back off of over time. And I just wonder which ones they're going to and which ones they're not. Yeah. So I, I think the intention is for it to be a temporary solution. Okay. Um, yeah. However, you know, to your point, it, um, you know, well, if it's okay now, why isn't it okay when things go back to normal, you know? Um, because you know, there may be some people that, um, because of physical limitations or whatever, they can't actually easily get out to the ABC store themselves. So why, you know, why shouldn't you allow that on a regular basis? Yeah. Um, I agree. I think there should be, you know, there could be some arguments to, to certainly, um, put forward to encourage the, whoever the power or powers to be, um, are to, uh, to keep that thing in place. Of course, you know, a lot of it's going to, uh, depend upon how it plays out. Right. You know, as long as there aren't any issues with it, um, anybody trying to take advantage of the situation, et cetera, then, um, right. Might not be a, might be something they do forever. Yep. Yep. Well, very good. Um, I'm, I'm actually glad to hear that. And, uh, you know, bringing it back to the, the crisis at hand of the coronavirus and all that's going on with that. I know that thankfully both you and I and our families are, everyone is good to go. And, uh, and I know we're kind of at the peak or very near the peak of the bloom, if you will, right now. And, uh, it is my, my hope and prayer for you and your family. And I know you for me and everybody out there that's listening. Um, I, I don't personally have any 
close knowledge of people that I know and, and love that are um, being impacted by this uh, in a significant way. I do knew, I do know some people that are infected with the virus, but, but they are, um, you know, experiencing mild flu-like symptoms. They're not, they're not having a really bad case and that's quite fortunate. And I hope that is for everybody that, uh, that's listening, honestly, I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things I just, I, I, I hope and pray that people are taking it seriously. You know, I, I, yeah. um, I see these posts on Facebook where people are you know trying to call it out and say it's a hoax and, you know, the media's, um, overhyping it and, and so on. And while there, there may be some truth to the media overhyping it, um, I, I certainly don't think it's anything to screw around with. You know, I, um, I personally know, um, of a couple of people that are infected and dealing with it and, and battling it right now. And, um, you know, it's, it's not a, uh, it's certainly not a fun experience. And, uh, you know, fact is people are dying. You know, I saw on, on the news today, we had somebody else in Fredericksburg pass away. Um, second yeah. one reported here and, uh, you know, it's uh, take it seriously. People, um, do yourself a favor and, uh, and, and pay attention to the guidelines and the recommendations that people are putting out there and protect yourself. Um, if not for yourself, for those that you might interact with. Right. Oh yeah. All it takes is one. And it, when it, it, when I say one, I mean one person that you know closely that, that gets it and, and uh, might uh, suffer the, the most severe consequence, which is death. And uh, you know, when that, when it hits that close to home, uh, which it has for many people, many, many people in this country and in this world, it does sort of smack you in the face and make you realize how how dangerous and how real it all is. So, well said. Yes, indeed. All right. So we uh, obviously didn't come here to uh, to talk about that tonight, but at the same time, we can't not talk about that. It's it's you know such an important thing that's occurring right now and, and something that does um, capture a lot of our attention. And uh, so we we uh, we certainly need to to cover off on it and, and encourage folks to to do the right thing. So, but we are here tonight to talk about a topic that you picked. And uh, would you like for me to, to to call that out, or or would you like to uh, reveal the topic? You go ahead and call it out, and I'll uh, I'll give you the why. All right. So the topic for uh, this episode number forty of the Graybeard Chronicles is focus, consistency. Discipline, the secret sauce of achievement. It's got a nice spin to it. Yeah. Nice little ring. Yeah. 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 And I know you're excited about it, right? So I, I, I actually have the benefit of seeing your, your body language. And, and uh, of course, I've heard your enthusiasm and in, in the conversation leading up to this. So, yeah, tell us, tell us what caused you to uh, pick that and what we're going to talk about. You know, um, I, I just generally speaking, I think that that we um, okay. Let's just let's just separate ourselves from, if you will, this current um, pandemic that we're that we're experiencing with the coronavirus. And let's you know, let's fast forward in time where we've made it through and and the new normal because it's not going to be the same. We know that there's there's going to be a new normal that's out there. And uh, you know, life is all about what is the next big thing that's coming. And uh, in spite of all of these various um, interruptions, these huge um, unexpected events occurring in your life, 
which are going to come one after the other. They're like waves of the ocean and they just keep coming. And, and you just have to accept that that's the way it is. How do you get stuff done in that environment? How do you continue to achieve the things that you're going after? And there's actually a little bit of um, humor in, in the title of the, you know, what we're talking about, focus, consistency, and discipline, the secret sauce of achievement. Like there is some secret sauce. As we, as you and I, we, you and I, those of us who have lived a while, there is no secret sauce to achievement. The, the secret sauce is hard work. The secret sauce is focus, consistency, discipline, knowing where you're wanting to go and doing it. And I, um, I've seen it over and over and over again. And, you know, this is probably a pendulum that swings back and forth over time. But there's a whole bunch of people out there who just want to be given all of these things. They don't want to do, they don't want to put in the hard work. They don't want to put in the, the time. They don't want to um, postpone instant gratification. Yeah, I, I, was, <laughs> I was just about to interject the, uh, the instant gratification because that, you know, that's exactly what we talked about on that podcast. You know, folks, mm-hmm. we want it now. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'll, I admit openly, I'm guilty of that on, you know, on certain subject yep. matters and, and, uh, you know, at, um, not making any excuses It just, um, you know, sometimes that is, it is the focus. Um, but yeah, I, I, to your point, you know, the life is not easy, right? Um, there's going to be things that, uh, That's you right. have to work for, you know, this is not the, um, uh, the USS entitlement. And, uh, you know, people are not going to be delivering <laughs> stuff to you on, on a regular basis just because, you know, they think you deserve it. You know, you're going to have to work for what you get. I've not heard that before. And I almost spit my beer out when you said it. What that, right? because the I USS it entitlement? <laughs> yes. Yes. That is excellent. Um, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great way to describe it. And then there is no such. Well, I guess there is a ship, but but we're not on it, at least not in this life. Uh, and, and if you are on that ship, it's a miserable existence that you live because you live in a constant state of disappointment. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So. Hey, so I know so this yeah, is. Yeah, that was it. This is a little early Go to ahead. be talking about ending the podcast, but I happen to just think about what a crappy job we did um, being, uh, you know, synchronized on our uh, Enjoy the Ride um, last time. So even Mm -hmm. though we can see each other just, um, in case we, we mess that up, I'm going to, when we get to that point in the podcast, I have a little visual clue here. Um, and I'm just going to hold that up. Okay. Right. When you see the motorcycle. Okay. I got it. I see it. Yeah. (laughs) That's the clue that we're about to say it. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I just, that kind of looked handmade. Did you make it like, it reminds me of Pinewood Derby. Did you? No, uh, it's, it's, uh, it was actually a gift. Um, I think from one of my daughters and I, uh, damn it, Kevin, you, you put me on the spot here and I, I'm not sure which one, but, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it is handmade. And I, and I actually, I think okay. it was Taylor, um, when she went on a cruise and bought okay. it, uh, bought it somewhere, but I don't, um, I don't see a location on it anywhere, but yeah. All right. Little, little wooden hand carved motorcycle. I like it. It was. I have others uh, back behind me, but they weren't close enough that I could go and grab them without creating a big scene here. So, yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, why don't we uh, why don't we just kind of take these one one at a time and, and talk through them a little bit, focus, and then uh, consistency and discipline, and 
and see where it leads us. Um, uh, on, on the focus one, if I, if I go there, I sort of break the focus down into two categories, roughly. The yeah. short-term immediate focus and the long-term where are you going focus. And, and that's probably how I'll set the stage with, with, uh, with, with getting it all started is, of course, we're talking about focusing consistency and discipline. But without knowing where you're going, all of those things are worthless because you're, you're working hard to go someplace that you don't know where you're going to end up. So I just wanted to make it clear that this assumes you've already made the decision about where you're going. And it doesn't have to be a big, fancy, analytical thing. You just say, I want to do this. How am I going to get there? Right. And then you apply. I like it. I like the, uh, I like the sound of it and I, I agree with you. Right. So you gotta, you gotta know your target before you start sending rounds down range, identify what that target is and, uh, then start working towards hitting it. Um, and, and it could be, you know, you could have, um, you know, short term steps that you have to do right to achieve that long term goal, um, or that, you know, whatever it is that, uh, you know, that, that's the subject of that focus. So yeah, ag- agreed. Um, as I was uh, researching this, I was, I was thinking about, um, you know, focus to me is really, you know, living, living on purpose, right. Living with intention and, uh, and, and knowing exactly what it is that you're going after and and how you're going to get there. And, you know, without that, it's like, it's like getting in your car or jumping on your motorcycle and, and not that this is a bad thing on a motorcycle, right? Cause I've done this, just jump on it and go without any destination, um, without, you know, a GPS, without a map, just go with the flow. Um, yeah. the, the challenge with operating your everyday life like that is you don't know where you're going to end up and, uh, you know, you're not going to necessarily achieve the things that you want to achieve because you don't have that necessary focused intention to get you there. Um, so right. I, I, I kind of see that focused intention as the roadmap or the GPS that's going to guide you along the way. Does that make sense? I agree. It does make sense. And, and that's really important. Um, there's so many times where people will um, just sort of drift through life. It's almost like being rudderless. And, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast more than one time, several times, and that is the importance of writing down your goal and uh, what, you know, this is what I want to do, write it down. Don't just put it in your head like, you know, marbles bouncing around all over the place. Put it down on a piece of paper and then, and this is important, this is part of the focus and that is look at it every single day so that you don't forget where it is that you're headed. Because that enables you to continue that focus that you're after so that you, you don't drift. You know, it's easy to all of a sudden a week passes, you haven't reminded yourself where you're going, and you kind of wake up from your dream state and you say, wow, this is, uh, this is, I just didn't, this is not where I'm meant to be. I meant to, I meant to, I'm, I meant to go in a different direction. And all of a sudden I found myself off and now I got a correct course. and. So taking, taking the goal, the objective, the direction, the desired end state, whatever it is, writing it down and looking at it on a regular basis enables you to have the focus that you need, the long-term focus that you need to keep moving in that direction. Agreed. Well said. 
There's a, uh, and I've talked about this book before, but one of the, uh, one of the things I was looking at in preparation for this discussion is, uh, and I, it's funny cause I didn't realize just how old this book was until I went back and looked at it, you know, cause I'm, I'm talking about it like it's new stuff, you know, or just within the last couple of years. Um, I think the original copyright date on it's like 2000, but, um, I guess that's dating us, right? As a graybeard, that's right? not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that long ago. It's Twenty years ago. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a fair amount of time ago. Um, but yeah, right. so it's. I think we're dating our. I might be dating myself a little bit as a graybeard there. But um, yeah, the the book is called The Power of Focus. Uh, it's written by Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, and Les Hewitt, and uh, they talk about you know this very subject and um, the the fact that uh, you know your your habits. Um, are, are going to make you or break you and uh you right. know and, and all kinds of of great tools in that book on you know how to break your bad habits and create new uh good habits and and uh replacement of those bad habits and you know, they talk about um consistency and and how you know you it, it's a it's a cycle right so you know you start you've got a bad habit, you break that habit, you replace it with a good habit, and then you have better behaviors as a result, and you get better res- you know, better results because of those behavioral changes, and you achieve uh, you know, greater things, you, you, uh, you know, get a better job or increase the revenue that you're generating, and it just, you know, it's a whole circle of you know, things getting better for you um, because you're focused on developing good habits and eliminating bad ones. You're right. And habits in all of these areas that we're talking about, the focus and the discipline and the consistency, habits in, you know, overlap in all of those areas. And, and you are exactly correct. And what it does is it starts that upward spiral and it just keeps, it just keeps pushing you higher and higher to more and more achievement. Um, and so, yeah, keeping the long-term focus is absolutely critical. But then I mentioned part two, and that is, the immediate focus and and that is completely being in the moment as we've said before tomorrow never comes and yesterday's gone forever the only thing that you have is what's in front of you right this minute and so focus on it completely totally focus on the task at hand do it most efficiently and effectively as you can possibly do it you know put the blinders on get rid of all of the distractions and allow yourself to get that stuff done so you can continue. Uh, I knew you were going to mention, I should have I should have sent you an email or put something in the mail to you. I knew you were going to mention Jack Canfield in that book. I read that book. I read it when it first came out. And uh, it's a great book. I think I even, I may have even written a letter to him uh, after I read that book. I'm pretty sure I did just to say thank you, that it was, it was a wonderful um and it's exactly right. You focus on something, laser focus. It's amazing what you can get done. It's all about achievement. That's what we're talking about today, how to get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're talking about that immediate focus, the thing that's coming to mind for me is uh, something that I, I talk about frequently is, is um, being present in the moment, right? And so, you know, the, mm-hmm. and, and there's yep. lots of things tied into that, right? So mindfulness, um, joy, right? So getting the maximum experience out of everything that you're involved in. It's all about being present, you know, present in that moment and having that presence of mind to be fully engaged in what it is you're doing. Yeah, it's key. It's absolutely key to getting stuff done. And, uh, you know, another aspect of focus is 
it determines, your focus determines your reality. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is you can, you can decide unconsciously what kind of mood you're going to be in just by what your focus is. You can wake up in the morning and you can pop open your phone and you can read because, you know, it's all about negative headlines. That's what gets people going. You can read the headlines and you can start to read the stories and you can get your knot, you know, your belly in a knot and you can start to feel sick to your stomach because you're focused on all of that stuff. I mean, right now, it's everywhere you look, this coronavirus thing. Right. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't take it seriously and don't pay attention. But if that's all you focus on all the time, that becomes your reality. Right. And that's not what we want. You know, you can wait, you can wake up every morning in a state of gratitude uh, and thank God for all the things that you do have and completely change your environment, completely change where you're headed, completely change how you're thinking and so on. And so, you know, deciding what to focus on every day and every moment, it really does determine your state and your reality. Absolutely. That, and that's something that's so much within your power, right? No one else has the power to influence that. It's up to you. Amen. And uh, Amen. You do so with intention every day. And and be um, self-aware enough to realize if you start to veer off path a little bit, right? So if something happens during the day right. that um, has a negative impact on the way you're feeling, well, then know um, how to realize that and then get yourself back on track by infusing, you know, something else that, you know, will right the ship, right? So it'll bring you back to home base, if you will, because you know that, you know, Hey, if I listen to this particular recording, or if I listen to this song, or if I go, you know, take a walk for five minutes, you know, it'll shift me back and it'll be a reset and I'll, and I'll be back in that good headspace. You know, you're responsible for your mindset and, and how you go about, um, conducting yourself each day and what you're thinking about. And, uh, you know, you've got to be in charge of that. And all of those things will, you know, if, in a negative way, if you let them, they'll uh, certainly have a, a bad influence on your, uh, your behaviors and your results and your overall well-being and health. And how many people don't think about what you just said, that they don't realize, I need to take control of this. A, a whole bunch of people don't do that. They just sort of go with it. You know, and then, you know, two days later, they wake up from their funk and go, man, I have been in a funk because that's all I've been focused on this whole time. Instead of, I got to get a hold of this right now. I got to stop going down this particular direction that I'm going in. I got to get my mind onto something else and let this be in my wake. Yeah. I need to put it behind me. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't dwell on shit, you know, bad stuff that's happened. Um, you know, I, I learned the lessons from them and I keep going. Um, because there were lessons meant to be learned. And, you know, I think, you know, living in the past, and I've said this before, you know, it's like driving down the road, um, trying to navigate your future and, and, and the route that you're taking by looking in the rearview mirror the whole time. You can't do that, right? right. So, I mean, you, right. can, you can glance at it occasionally to stay informed, and you got to keep your eyes forward because you don't, you know, that's what you have influence over. That, that's what you can change and create is what's going to happen, not what has happened. Yeah, you can't, and it, you know, you're not hurting um, anybody but yourself by carrying around, you know, that that negativity and so on. You know, it's it's uh, there's there's a quote, and I'm I'm it's not coming to me, but ultimately it, it has to do with um, whatever whatever that is that that subject matter that's got you all spun up. You know, it's it's uh, it's destroying the container that it's housed in. 
and uh, yeah, that's it, right? Not not anything else. So yeah, you know, you just reminded me of a something that I read recently. It was uh, the the quote was "Don't drink dirty water," and and what were they talking about? It was um, your mind is, is like a glass into which con- is constantly being poured water, right. and some of the water, depending on what you focus on, is. Is, is clear and pure and some of the water is dirty and nasty and whatever. And there's a lot of stuff that you can't control that's going to enter your mind. I mean, if you're driving down the street and there's a billboard that pops up, you know, right there on the side and it, and it, and it has something on it that, you know, you don't agree with it. It's got a message. It's got a, you know, whatever. Um, that has the potential. Uh, it doesn't have the potential. It, it adds dirty water into your glass you have to decide whether or not you're going to drink it. You can dismiss it. You can just ignore it and put it past, or you can dwell on it. And so th- this whole idea of, you know, controlling your mind in a way that you keep your focus on it. And, um, and I, I just wanted to tell this. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and being consistent with it, right? So, so making sure that, you know, this is not something you just do every now and then. It's something you do all the time because you are in charge of your mentality and your mindset your mood and, and what you allow to have, you know, good influence or bad influence on you and, you know, minimize the bad influence. Amen. And I'll just tell a very quick story about myself on how I deal with this issue. I do not consider myself uh, to be um, naturally, um, uh, genetically, predispositionally, if that's a word, a focused person. I am I am distracted by every shiny object that comes across. And so what I have started to do in my own life, every single task that's on my work list for the day, when it, when I, when that thing pops up and it's time for me to do it, I don't just jump in because I know what will happen. I've lived it. Once I jump in, all of a sudden I get distracted by all kinds of things will enter my mind and, Oh, I got to go check this and I got to look at that you know, and uh, my phone, who knows what will distract me. So I literally write down the steps to get this, to get this thing, even if it's the simplest thing, I write down, here's the three things I have to do in order to complete this as efficiently as possible. And it keeps me focused. It's just my own little technique. And oh my goodness, it has improved my efficiency dramatically in getting stuff done. And, and when I started doing that, I look at my work list at the end of the day and I go, I never used to get this much stuff done. And I'm not a focused person, you know, like it's, it's not in my nature unless I force myself to do it. And that's the point. That's it though. Right. So that's, and, and I am guilty of some of the same things that you're talking about. I'm, I'm sitting there <laughs> listening to you thinking, what are you, do you have a camera in here? Are you watching me during the daytime? <laughs> You've been watching me, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, because I, I, yes. I fall victim to some of that same, and I can't say I fall victim. I mean, I, those are conscious decisions I make. And, uh, yeah, it's you got to reel yourself back in. So that's uh, I like yeah. the idea of, of, you know, breaking it down and actually writing those steps down so, you know, you, you don't get sidetracked. That's that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's, you know, it's that and and the consistency of, of being able to do that over and over again and having the self-discipline to hold yourself accountable to do those things. Right. So, um, it, it's, it is the secret sauce, right. And, and I know you said there's really not a secret sauce and, uh, you know, again, it's not a secret cause we're telling everybody about it. And, and it's not like we're telling people something that's never been put out there in the public 
space. Oh, before, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is not rocket science. It's, uh, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Um, those things work, right? You know, living life with focus and tension, going about achieving your goals with focus and tension, doing so consistently on a daily basis, right? That repetitive action and then holding yourself accountable through good self-discipline to do these things, right? You're, you're in charge of you. Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. Point number two, consistency. And you just use, you just use the example. It's uh, you have the focus and do it consistently. So let's transition over to consistency for a few minutes. You mentioned habits just a little bit ago and the importance of, of establishing those. And I mean, all you got to, I mean, everybody knows all of the, the various um, gurus and teachers and philosophers who talk about the importance of habit and how much they can make your destiny because everyone has good intentions, right? They, they decide where they want to go. And this is why we're talking about the secret sauce of achievement. I got it. I've written it down. My, I've even written my goal down and I've started. I've been at it for three days now. Oh my, and I've been focused. It's incredible. And then what happens? Something happens. I don't know what happens. All of a sudden, you don't do it on day four. Ooh, now I'm feeling bad about myself. Right. All right, I'll, I'll get back to it in day five. And what starts to happen is the consistency, the lack of consistency starts to chip away just a little bit at a time. And it's not long before you've completely given up. It's New Year's resolutions all over again. That's what we're talking about. And yeah. uh, and that that's what happens. And so the consistency has to be there. Yeah. Well, and, and I will say, though, that the discipline is key, right? So that's what kicks in when, 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 when yes. you know that you have to be doing it and you're not. It's because you're having that battle of head and heart, right? So your head knows you're supposed to be doing it, but your heart doesn't feel like it, right? So that's when discipline um, kicks in. It's got to overpower your feelings, right? So your, 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 dis, the, your head is connected to that discipline um, and not your feelings or your heart, you know, because you got to get out there and do it whether you feel like it or not, right? If you've, you've put the things out there that, that are important to you, this is something I'm going to work on with focused intention. You, you know, have started the consistency of doing that on a daily basis. And then, you know, maybe you, you went out and had a few too many with the boys the, the night before and, and you just don't feel like getting up and doing that thing that, you know, first thing in the morning that you've been doing. Hey, suck it up. You got to have the personal discipline that is, that to realize. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and I've seen it happen to myself, right? I mean, you, you, you miss that first day and then it's easier to miss the second day. And then it's, yep. you know, four days from now, you know, maybe I really didn't want to do that all that much to begin with. Um, when that's not true, you just fell into that trap and didn't have the self-discipline to keep yourself out of it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Exactly right. And, uh, and I think what contributes to the lack of consistency and the lack of discipline is the lack of clarity about where you really want to, you know, because where you really want to end up. And that's, you know, going all the way back, we've talked many times about the head work that you got to do first and you have to decide where you're going and you have to be crystal clear in your mind about getting there. And when there's real clarity about where you want, because if it's just kind of vague, oh, I want to, I want to be financially independent. 
well, what does that mean? You know, a lot of people have that goal. Right. I want to be financially independent. Okay. Well, tell me what that means. How much money do you want to make by when, for what purposes, to buy what, and so on and so on. The more clarity you can add to it, the more it becomes real to you. And so going all the way back to the beginning, where are you headed? That helps you be consistent with your um, with, with what you're doing and maintaining that consistency over time. Uh, and and if, if you're not, then you can tend to wander. And, and then you wake up, like you just said, four days later, you go, eh, you know, I don't. I don't. I guess that wasn't all that important to me anyway, and I, I guess I'm just going to give up on that one. Like most people do, by the fifth of January, they've broken their New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we can't be busting on people for not going to the gym right now because um, probably none of us are doing that. However, you can still be working out at home and doing something physical to uh, keep yourself in shape. Might not be the same. Might not be the social or visual experience that you get at the gym, but you can still be working out at home. Yeah. Here's another little trick that will help you with consistency. And that is, um, be, you got to be consistent about it. Make the decision to every day, just write it down. What, what did you do this day? You know, let's, let's say that you, um, you mentioned going to the gym. Let's, 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 let's say that you've decided you're going to work out for 30 minutes, five days a week. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm going to do 30 minutes of exercise five days a week but I'm going to do it consistently. So write it down. When you go to bed at night and have that little journal or that little piece of paper or that little spiral notebook or whatever, and you just write down, I work out and this is what I did. When you have to, when you know that you're going to have to hold yourself to account that night, when you go to bed, it will, it will inspire you to be more consistent. I believe over time, because if you really are serious about it, and you start flipping back through the pages and you see that, oh man, last week I only did it three times. So that week I only did it two times. And you commit to yourself, I'll never do that again. I'm, I'm going to do it again. You know, measuring your progress, writing it down is, is, a, is a way to help yourself be consistent with what you're doing. Excellent. Excellent point. Yeah. And if it's, uh, if it's worth doing, then, uh, you know, you came up with the idea to begin with, uh, be committed to it. Right, so be be committed to yourself enough to continue doing it and uh, develop the good habits to, uh, to to you know create the behaviors that you need to to make it happen. Um, and I, I think that that's um, this is actually something I wrote down. And I I know last uh, last podcast I talked about the uh, the exercise of making a list of things that you miss during this this time where we're having to stay at home I and so love on. That. And then, you know, yeah. prioritizing those and making sure that once things go back to the the new normal, that um, you know, you you check yourself and, and see, you know, how much time now that you have the freedom to do so, are you actually choosing to engage in those things that you said were so important to you because you were missing them most when you couldn't do them. Um, so I think that's a that's a good activity. Another one that relates to what we're talking about tonight is to create a, um, a stop and start list, right? So identify, you know, what those limiting behaviors are, those bad behaviors, whether it's, you know, drinking too much or um, not going to bed early enough and not getting enough rest. And, you know, these are just kind of basic examples. But figure out what those things are that are, that are keeping you, that are those barriers to you achieving the results that you want to achieve because they're 
you know, their bad behaviors, figure out what those things are and make a list of those things that you're going to stop. And then conversely, make a list of the things that you're going to start, the new habits that you're going to start, the new behaviors that you're going to start to overcome those bad ones. Just you know who you remind me of when we say, I, I love that. I, I, I think it's a, a great way to do it. And um, one of the ways to make that easier, what you just talked about, uh, I just read this recently about Montel Williams. He has, I, I can't remember the title of it, but it's very difficult to stop doing things, especially if you're in the habit of doing it. Right. But what's not difficult to do is to add new things in. So what he does is he, his whole mental perspective is I'm not going to focus on stopping doing something because that's too hard. Right. That's too difficult for me to take on. Instead, I'm going to choose a new behavior that I'm going to add into my life. Right. And what that does is it pushes out because there's not enough room. It pushes out old behavior. So I love that yeah. approach. That's cool. Montel cool? Williams. I haven't heard that name in a while. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of young folks who have no idea who the hell he was, but um, uh, he was, he is, was and is. Yeah, that's um, a that's a blast from the past, though. Hey, another blast from the past, right? Have you seen that uh, somebody's hitting the the news again um, as a result of uh, the fitness at home craze, right? So I, I heard him talking about Richard Simmons today. Um, get out! Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, he's. Uh, I remember. He's fallen off the planet, right, for like the last, I don't know, six years. And uh, there's been yeah. rumors about, you know, why, you know, is there some health th- concern or whatever. And I, I think I think he's like 70, 71 years old. Um, but he's he's relaunched a bunch of videos on his YouTube channel. And they're, they're older videos, right? So I, I don't know if they're teaser videos to, you know, get folks interested and he's going to come out with some new ones or, or what. But, yeah, he's uh, his name is back in the... Uh, in the mouths of the media as a result of the, the having to work out at home stuff. Well, that is awesome. And I remember you telling me a few months ago that you used to work out to him at home and that was, uh, you used to like to do that. Yeah. You, so would, that's cool you, you that wouldn't, you, get- you wouldn't talk shit like that if we were sitting face to face. I just know you wouldn't cause I'd throw something at you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You've I'm got kidding. the, uh, you've got the benefit of distance and video on that one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. You do not strike me as a as a Richard Simmons disciple. You do not. No, no, I don't. So, uh, but, I actually, you know, after after I left the Marine Corps, I got rid of my booty shorts. I don't. I don't even have those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the fact that he's uh, to to be quite serious about it, um, you know, doing that kind of stuff is, you know, it keeps you moving. He's, he's, he's on to a good thing. I don't necessarily personally like it, the style, but, but the, but the idea of working out and keep your, <laughs> you can't even say that with a straight face, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my You were trying to hold yourself back, man. It's like, ah, he's going to break. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, you know, there are, there's a, there's a whole element of our society, um, that is somewhat, you know, eight, well, probably about our age, um, that identified with him. Right. You know, um, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, that All was right, fun. So we got a little sidetrack there. That, 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 
Uh, no, no, it was on topic, you know, because he talked about consistency and discipline all the time. Yeah. And that's the final word, discipline. You know, part of the secret sauce is sticking with it day after day, week after week, month after month for years. And if you do that, one of the beauties of discipline, if you if you're doing it the right way and you stick with it over time and you you have a growth mindset, is that it just enables you to achieve mastery over what it is that you're doing over time uh, and those habits. And, and that, <clears throat> you start talking about mastering a skill, mastering something that you're focused on, it's that, you know, you're just entering a whole new, you know, realm of performance, a whole new realm of achievement, which is wonderful. Yeah. So as I was preparing for this, I was, um, watching some, uh, some videos, uh, presentations on YouTube, right? So Will Smith, um, he's got some great motivational stuff out there and he's just a, yes, he's a, he he's a sharp dude. I, and I love him. Yeah. One of the things that he said today about discipline that really stuck with me, and I know we've, we've talked about this before, but he said, self-discipline is self-love, right? So being committed to yourself Ooh, and caring enough yeah. about yourself to follow through with what it is you said you wanted to do. Right. And I, I, I just, that struck a chord with me, man. That, that is so on point. And, um, yeah, you're, um, you're not betraying anybody. You're not disrespecting anybody except for you when you don't have the self-discipline to follow through with the commitments that you've made to yourself. And they're, you know, they may be connected to commitments you've made to somebody else. And at you're, you know, you're the first one that you're disappointing in that, uh, in that area. That's right. And you, you use that word, you've used it a couple times, several times in the last 10 minutes. And that's that word commit. Um, you know, being disciplined means that you are committed to it. And, and what have we said about what, what does commitment mean? What is it? It means that you've decided. It means that there is no other option. It means that you are doing this. And you're right. It boosts your self-esteem. Yep. You know, because you wake up and you go, I did this. Yeah. And uh, it, it's good for you. You're right. Yeah. You're, One of the things well, he went on to say in that same um, subject area when he's talking about self-discipline is that, um, you know, it's your sustained happiness is uh, directly connected to your self-discipline. Because, you know, you're, you're, when you don't hold yourself accountable and deliver the things that you said you were going to deliver your self-esteem takes a hit. Right. And so that, yeah. that takes a little, um, you know, wedge out of your, your happiness, your overall happiness. And, you know, it's, it's all connected. It's a vicious cycle. So, um, be disciplined enough and have enough, uh, self-love to, uh, to hold yourself accountable to do those things that you put out there. You betcha. And you know why it means a lot coming from him particularly, because as, as everyone knows, a lot of the, you know, the, a, a lot of the, the next generation and then the next generation after that and the next generation after that in Hollywood is a self-licking ice cream cone. You know, they just keep, um, you know, reproducing themselves and their children. And, and every once in a while, somebody from the outside breaks in right. because of their hard work, because of their discipline, because of their consistency. I mean, Will Smith came from nothing. You know, I think he's from Philadelphia originally, and uh, and he just was came, grew up in a in a very middle class family uh, with no connections to anybody anywhere, 
And he just decided, this is where I'm going to go and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be disciplined about it in these daily habits. And uh, he's had a remarkable career. I, I love it. I love that. I yep. love those stories. Yeah, very cool. And if you uh, if you get a chance to, to watch or listen to, to some of those things on YouTube that he's got out there, um, yeah, check check it out because he's got some some great motivational stuff out there or inspirational stuff, I should say. Yeah. Another thing that I would I would like to encourage everybody to do is uh, is, is don't don't think that you have to upend your whole life uh, to start all of these things. Oh my goodness, you know I need to be so disciplined and so consistent and so focused that I'm going to change my whole life immediately. And tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and be a brand new person. You know, if you do that, New Year's resolution. Right. Three days from now, you're going to break them all. You know, start small. Start with small little steps that you are going to consistently apply and be disciplined about keeping them and be focused on them. Small little things that seem completely inconsequential in the moment. But you do that, and then a week from now, you do a little bit more, and a week from now, you do a little bit more. Even if it's just small little changes, a year from now, you're in a completely different sphere right. because you've stuck with it over time. Yeah, and, and know yourself well enough to you know realize when things are, um, are bugging you, right? So um, I'm going to go a little bit off track here and talk about some physical things, right? So I want to talk about... Um, because all these things will, will tie into your ability to focus and have the consistency and the discipline that you need to have. Uh, let's talk about your physical environment, right? So, um, yep. your, uh, your, your workspace, whether you work from home, which, you know, a lot of people are being forced to do now for the first time, or, you know, you have an office, um, your physical workspace will have a huge impact on your mindset, right? So, um, yep. you have all kinds of clutter in your external space. Well, guess what? All that clutter is going to translate Amen. right into your internal headspace. And yes. yeah. And so you gotta, you gotta be aware of those things. Right. So, and I, I know it makes a difference. I'll, I'll do, I'll do things. Like I just did an overhaul in my office. Um, because I want, sometimes I think I need that jolt of, um, you know, a, a refresh, if you will. And, um, you know, and, and something that's been on my mind for a while and I've been wanting to do, and I got to tell you, man, you just can't, uh, I can't even verbalize how, what a great feeling it is when, when that happens. Right. But it, it, it's bigger than that. So, you know, that mental clutter that you walk around with, it could be, you know, those projects that you've left undone. Um, you know, that, that piece of equipment that's sitting in the back of your garage, that's broken. And you've um, said that you're going to fix it. Well, the problem with that is, if you haven't done it yet, every time you walk by it, that thing is sucking a little bit of your mental energy away from you because you're walking by going, you know, damn it, I still haven't fixed that thing. You know, and every time you see it, it has that little Ooh, bit of a, a, a poke a at you. That's a really good way to say it, um, yeah. And, you know, so th the point being here is do everything you can in your life to declutter that, right? So your your external environment and and your headspace they're connected, and uh, I tell you what, there's a lot of folks that are working from home now that have a lot more time at home than they normally have because of uh, this coronavirus situation that's going on. 
So use that wisely and, uh, and, and do things to, uh, to declutter your, your space or, or things that are going to, um, you know, create a, a more, uh, mentally stimulating environment for you, you know, and I don't know if I'm wrapping that up the way I wanted to say it or not, but you know, I think you get where I'm going with it. No. Oh no. I, I completely, in fact, I, I you know, <laughs> speaking of personal conviction, um, you just reminded me, you know, of all kinds of stuff that, uh, yeah, the clutter of life of, and, and particularly the clutter of your physical environment, uh, where you don't have your house in order, it does bug you. It distracts you. It's this constant, um, pull away from your current focus because you know you haven't done it i, I think you i think you've nailed it on that and uh, i think it's great advice to anybody to get to get all aspects of your life cleaned up <clears throat> so that's that's perfect i do have one question though i notice on the shelf behind you over your right shoulder there's a cabbage patch doll what does that mean about is that <laughs> there we go again damn it <laughs> i got I, I got nothing i can't throw anything at you um, <laughs> what does that mean? All right, so Did I'm looking have... over, I'm looking over my shoulder here, wondering what in the hell you're talking about. <laughs> there, there is, uh, there is nothing back. I see the American flag. Is that? I know you're not confusing that for something. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing there, uh, you. <laughs> there, there are. You know what's interesting though is, and I, you can't see him in this frame. Um, one of the things I did in this uh, this office remodel is I created a shelf way up high. That is mm-hmm. um, on the um, the outside of where the air duct goes through. It's boxed in around the air duct, and it's a uh, about a ten foot long shelf. That's um, I think it's a one by eight. And there are a lot of items up there that are like reminders from from my childhood, right? So there are some things up there that if you saw them, you'd be like, "What the hell is that?" Like there's this um, this old deputy dog looking thing, right? Kind of looks like okay. kind of looks like. Uh, Snoopy in a sheriff's outfit or something. It's a, it, but it, there's actually three of them over there. Um, and they're all piggy banks, right? So one's, uh, yeah. one's uncle Sam. And then there's a, a metal piggy bank, but it's all little things from my, my childhood, little memories from the past. But, um, I was, I was pretty sure there wasn't a cabbage patch doll up there. So I, uh, on my end, I wanted to share a quote that it's not actually, it's it's a Kevin Harkins paraphrase. Um, I I mentioned, I think last week and maybe even before that, this book that I have read called The Compound Effect. And basically what it says is all the things we're talking about. If we, if we are, um, disciplined and consistent and focused over time, over a long period of time, it's like compound interest in the bank. But one of the things he says, which I will give him credit for, and I'm not going to get it exactly right, but it's, um, it's this. Given enough time, I can beat almost anyone at anything because of the consistency of my habits and the compounded effect that those have over time. And that's one of the things. I mean, very, very successful guy. And Who, uh, who, is, the author? And who is the author of that book again? Uh, his, I'm sorry. His name is Darren Hardy. Darren Hardy. And the name of the book is uh, The Compound Effect. Um, and that's it. And, you know, he, he lives in a competitive world. And uh, when you're talking about how do you, how do I beat my competitor? You'd be focused, you'd be disciplined, you'd be consistent at what you're doing over time. And you won't see really much of anything in the short term, but in the long term, it will be huge. 
And nice. as he said, I can beat, given enough time, I can beat almost anyone at anything because of the consistency of my habits and the compounded effect that those have over time. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And uh, that, that summarizes it for me. And so I'm not perfect by a long shot, but I'm going to try to do all those things. And I'm trying to do all those things. Yeah, here's here's a, a, a Bryantism for you. Um just, okay. just because I like to pick on that word try. You know what trying is? You're right. I shouldn't have said that. I should have known better. I should not have said that. <laughs> trying um, is failing with honor. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it's just one of those words that um, you know, I mean, we've talked about this before, how how powerful language is, right? And and the You're words right. have power and and uh you know, I'll, I'll catch myself using that word or I'll catch, you know, other people using that word and say, hey, you know, we're actually going to need a little higher uh, level of commitment from you for, on this one. We're, we're going to need you to actually do it and not just try to do it. I understand. I understand. And thank you. And as I and I noticed now that you're hugging the Cabbage Patch doll, so I'm not sure what that's about. But because <laughs> we'll I, I, I do that. I, I like to do that. <laughs> And I'm, I'm not ashamed. Uh, you you, I, you yeah. cannot shame me for, for hugging the Cabbage Patch doll. I'm just, I'm not going to fall victim to it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Maybe this video is not a good thing. <laughs> no, I actually think it's pretty cool. And at some point, we're going to figure out the uh, all the things we need to do to turn this podcast into a live video broadcast and uh, and, and start populating that YouTube channel. So that's right. that's coming. Right. Absolutely. I hope you'll make better clothing choices. But um, yeah, anyways. <laughs> I'm messing with you. That's actually a cool shirt. And, you know, it, uh, it, <laughs> oh, it's the tie dye, right? So it's like, it's like it, you're the, you're the third, you're the third guy, right? Cheech, Chong, and. Yeah. What's your Cheech yeah, and Chong name? Kevin. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Load. Yeah. They call me load. Yeah. <laughs> Loaded. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway. So what I think we've, uh, I was going to say, what have we right. not covered off on here? What point have we not made that we need to make about these, uh, three particular areas that we discussed tonight? I, I think we've hit it. I mean, I could go on with, I have examples of people that I think have demonstrated this in their own life. Uh, you and I watched, I'll just mention one and it's, a, it's just because it's a fun movie and that is the Don wall. Yeah. Go watch the Don wall and, and watch the life of Tommy Caldwell and his um, scaling of the one face of El Capitan at Yosemite um, that, uh, that nobody had done before. You talk about focus you talk about discipline, you talk about consistency in his life to get that done that no human being had ever done before. That, that is a classic case. And pick any of your, your most um, impressive mentors, models, um, people that you admire. You'll see those three things in their lives yeah. over and over and over again. And so that's it. That's for me. That does it. So I'm I'm not laughing at what you just shared because I think that is very cool and I appreciate you sharing the uh, you know that movie and and because we my my wife and I checked it out and that thing was awesome. Um, yeah. But I I was thinking about visual 
uh, clues or, and cues that we could use um, when we're doing this in, in video like this. So, you know, if we yeah. talked about, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't have one in here, but I was thinking if I had a horse, you know, I could have a stick and, you know, like make like we're beating a dead horse here. Like, yeah, that's, that's done. We should stop talking about that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Right. That's just a that's visual that jumped into my head. The Dawn Wall. No, no, right. <laughs> that was, that was not tied to the Dawn Wall. So that was bad timing on my part. I, I just, okay. it was just okay. the example. No, that, because that's, yeah, that's definitely not uh, beating a dead horse subject. That is a, is a great recommendation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, this has been fun. This is better, right? This is better with with having Absolutely. a little video, even though we, you know, have to be uh, located in in, in different uh, residences. Um, right. This, this was definitely a good idea. So, right. We will we will yeah. do this again next week, and I might even uh, might even find the the cable that I need to um, to make the other audio interface thing work that I was trying to do earlier. But we made this work for now. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to do whatever, whatever you say we need to. All right. Well, I think we, uh, we need to sign off and, uh, use our traditional closing statement here. You see this thing riding across the screen here. Do, do, do. I do. Actually, I, do. I, I can't make a good motorcycle sound. So I, uh, <laughs> anyways, you, you get the idea. Um, I get yeah. The idea. So we, uh, we appreciate all you folks that have taken time to, uh, listen to this no matter if it's morning or midday or evening, whenever you're listening to it, we appreciate you taking the, uh, the time out of your valuable day to, uh, to spend it listening to the information that we share with you and, um, have no doubt at some point, uh, there's going to be something that you take away. That's going to allow you to do things different in your life and, uh, and, and get greater results and, uh, live a, a happier, happier, more joyful, um, life and, uh, be more fun to be around. I, I just know it. I know we're going to have that impact on people. So, but whoever you are, whatever you're doing, um, just make sure that uh, while you're doing it, you are enjoying the ride. See, look at that benefit of video right there. We we nailed it that time. So we had uh, had that one thing going on last week, but we're we're good. All right, so Kevin, as always, thoroughly enjoyed this, and I look forward to uh, next week. And we're uh, we're gonna have a guest next week, so uh, we'll have to uh, have to get that uh, three way phone call going and uh, get both you guys on the uh, on the phone and have a great conversation. We've got Miss um, Lisa Thomas. Uh, she's a speaker and an author, and somebody I met years ago uh, working for. Uh, she worked for a nonprofit. Was a founder of a nonprofit that was focused on uh, helping women that had been incarcerated. Um, reacclimate and readjust back into society um, to lower the uh, recidivism rate and uh, help them to, you know, develop some new life skills and, and so on. And she's done all kinds of great stuff. Just a wonderful lady. And uh, I, I know you'll enjoy uh, meeting her virtually and, and, and talking with her, Kevin. And uh, I, know, I know she's got a great message to, uh, to share with, with our audience and look forward to talking with her next week. Wonderful. All right, sir. All righty. Until then. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Greybeard Chronicles. Please subscribe so you'll receive notification when new episodes are available. To learn more about the Greybeards, visit their website, graybeardchronicles.com.